We still have the best friends and family. Ten years. It was a hot Saturday in September. Ten years ago this month, Al Mobley was cutting wood at my brother-in-law's farm. I was in Springfield attending an adjunct event at Drury University. I went to see my son and his girlfriend, Kara Hackman. Soon she would become our daughter-in-law. We enjoyed a trip to Sonic and a couple of adventures before I headed home to Barry County. I was singing Tanya Tucker songs at the top of my lungs and getting some strange looks as I barreled down Highway 60 towards home. I didn't care, still. I talked to Al and we made plans to listen to music, maybe take a swim and then cook some steaks on the grill. He was going to meet me at the house. I got home and he wasn't there. I didn't think much about it. We are both prone to lose track of time when we are concentrating on finishing something, still. Those plans would not come to be, as within a couple of hours he would be having a stroke. He had showered and talked about napping. He said he thought he got a little too hot. I sat down to grade papers. I heard odd noises coming from the back of the house, but thought he was just snoring. By the time I realized he was in big trouble, it was too late for any type of heroic efforts to stop this stroke he was obviously having. The ambulance came, and we headed to Springfield. Symptoms can include blurred vision, the slurring of words, drooping faces, partial paralysis, and even vertigo. There is a golden hour of opportunity during the early onset of symptoms where sometimes medical professionals can restore blood flow and limit damage. I didn't catch it in time. We would have to let it play out over the course of the next 72 hours. Doctors thought there was some permanent damage brought on by what had started out as a heat stroke and dehydration. It had quickly escalated with no one paying attention to warning signs. I have a lot of guilt about that, still. By Tuesday evening, Jake McCauley and I would be following an ambulance to Muskogee, Oklahoma, to a VA rehab facility for stroke victims. Al would spend three weeks there, getting strong enough to come home. He learned to read again, slowly but surely. He learned to write again. They kept asking him to tell him my name. He would look at me puzzled and call me Darlin. They asked him his address and he frowned. I told him then whatever address he muttered was where he was going. He finally said the right one. We had to advocate hard for the VA to step up and do what needed to be done those first couple of years in terms of therapy, rehab, and resources. We wrote letters, we made calls, we knocked on doors. We advocated for others we met along the way. One VA official said some not-so-nice things to me. I didn't care. I was relentless. I had an army of relentless warriors. We prayed a lot with many of you. I wrote some more letters and made some more calls. I had a phone call from a local former official of sorts who gave me some specific advice on what I should say in my next message. Words matter, he said. Specific words that you are willing to back up in a professional way as you advocate for others will get the needed attention. He advised, adding, I'm giving you these words for free because you have given so much over the years. Others are going to have to pay me for them. I jotted them down and said, okay, I'll give it a try. The VA official who had been less than helpful was soon calling me on my cell phone repeatedly, trying to help us find solutions. Those words had worked. We didn't really become friends, but he did finally thank me for my persistence and clarity. He said I should think about becoming a writer. Words matter, he said. 
Al said my, my head is like a concrete block and shrugged his shoulders. He worked to avoid stress. We both did. We learned patience. We focused on simple pleasures, walks in the rain, and our favorite songs. We learned how resilient the brain is and how sometimes we have to rewire it to learn how to do things all over again. It can be like a sponge. It needs hydration, nutrition, exercise, and rest. We learned a lot of these things all over again a couple of years ago with our COVID adventures too. My brain seemed to recover quickly in a lot of areas in therapy after spending some time on a ventilator, but I soon discovered how self-conscious I would become about walking up and down stairs, talking in public, and relearning some things I was in the process of teaching others to do at the time. This life, it's full of ups and downs, lessons, disappointments, rabbit holes, victories, second and third chances. It is full of good stuff, life lessons, strength, and total joy. God never fails us, still. This journey is one of love and humility and grace. We fall down, we get back up, we get stronger at the broken parts. That's where the light comes in. Al told me last week he had a couple of trees down and he might cut wood that day. Oh Lord, I said, do you think you could wait until tomorrow? I'm not sure I can do another September 14th again. He laughed, indicating he used to be a lot smarter than everyone else. But now he's grateful that God made him only a little bit smarter than everyone else. He evened the score. Has it really been 10 years, he asked. That's my fella. Being funny when I'm being serious. Still, I just hope he's staying hydrated and behaving. Likely not. I never did get my steak dinner under the stars, but we received an abundance of love and support from all of you. Some of you cooked meals, some of you did yard work for us, some of you did my laundry or cleaned my house. Some of you left gift cards in the front seat of my car to pay for gas. Some of you held my hand. I still have a concrete block for a head, I guess, and we have the best friends and family in this world, still. So we're good and we are totally blessed and grateful, still.